Welcome one, welcome all. Good stuff today. Uh, I was kind of sitting here during the uh, the break, looking at my phone, and uh, a couple of people had texted me. And uh, my buddy Jack says, uh, you're 100% correct about hot girls on Instagram. Never realized it before. <laughs> so, that's what I said. I said when Instagram and, and, and such came out, what did, what did really hot girls in small dresses do before all of this? How'd you show it off, so to speak? Because that's, I'm telling you, you scroll down, it's like, there's a buddy of mine, there's a Packer story, there's Aaron Rodgers, and then you get to the videos, that little line of videos, and you just kind of watch one after the other. And it's always some girl in a dress or a girl dancing or some girl just strutting through a mall with people looking at her, usually not wearing a bra, and uh, it's obviously relatively cold wherever they're at, and and then in a bikini, and then they're doing the, the bumps and the rump thing and jumping. They're, they're, like, doing a dance, and all of a sudden they turn around and jump, and they got, like, yoga pants on. It's ba-bam right there, and, and then you'll get some guy that's, you know, carving a wood trim or something, you know, putting a floor together and showing, showing you some new innovative way to be able to cut tile or something, <laughs> and then it's back to the girls dancing. I have no idea what they did before that. No idea. Maybe it was uh, some kind of webcam thing on on AOL back in the day. I don't know. <laughs> so, Did you guys hear you any of that? No, none of it. You were never part of the AOL culture, were you, Ben? No, sir. Yeah, AOL was uh, before your time. Ah, the days of downloads and and phone calls, and you heard that, and then you'd hear all of that, and oh yeah, that was. That was that was back in the day. Now you can click and bam, anything's right there right now. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from James who says Matt LaFleur should tell Nathaniel Hackett that the only guy he gets to take with him off of his staff would be Mo Drayton. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> That's not happening. Anytime soon. Anytime soon. Um, Lawrence writes, uh, hey, guys. We're forgetting one thing, that if Rodgers does not come back, Devontae Adams does not come back. And if Devontae Adams doesn't come back, Rodgers doesn't come back. I think the first part is true. The second part is not. I, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers' determining factor is solely going to be based upon the return of Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams wants to get paid. And, let, let, okay, let's look at it this way. Because we have to look at it very pragmatically. Aaron Rodgers is not a stupid man. We can all agree upon that, right? He's not stupid. He's one of the smartest guys. That's what we always claim. He's the smartest guy in the room when it comes to football. This is where you would tell Aaron to put on your general manager's hat. you got to look at things. you you got to know what's going on. Now, I know David Bakhtiari is gone on record saying they can sign anybody they want to whatever amount of money they want. They're lying. You know, I know he said that, but in the reality, not many teams do that. And if they do it, they do it for a year because they want to go all in. And then after that, depending on the outcome, chances are they begin to scale it back a little bit to kind of get things back in line. Okay. You don't want to end up like the San Francisco 49ers right after Steve Young left. And they were forever, forever in salary cap jail. It seemed like they were a decade in salary cap jail. So you don't want that. So 
Aaron Rodgers knows what's going on. He knows money is the giant obstacle right now. Right? So you have so he he has to understand, look, even if he comes back, there's a certain amount of money to go around and that's it. He wanted Bakhtiari, paid a man. He wanted Aaron Jones, paid a man. He wanted to see Kenny Clark stay, paid a man. You know, go through that roster of guys that have now been paid. Right? He wanted Randall Cobb on a the team. They paid the man. You can't pay everybody. He wanted Mercedes Lewis. Paid a man. But you can't pay all these guys. Loves Devondre Campbell. Don't think you're going to be able to afford him. Hopefully you do, but Rasul Douglas. Hopefully you do, but, eh, you know, paid a man. So all of these guys, the Smith brothers, there's some money. So the, the defense will probably be somewhat diminished, which is going to bag a whole new question going into next season. And I'll tell you what that is coming up here in a moment. But Rodgers has to understand, if you and I get it, if you and I look at this and say, we got it, we understand it, if Rodgers was making $10 million and Devontae was making four and Aaron Jones was making four and Bakhtiari was making eight, this is a no-brainer. This The band is back together with money to spare, and they're going out and buying more parts. No doubt. No doubt in my mind. But we know what, what where this thing stands, right? We get it. And you got Jair coming up on a contract. You got other parts of this that you got to figure out. What are you going to do with tight end when Tanyan comes back? Are you keeping him? Are you not? You know, so all that, you got to figure all that out. So Rogers knows. So Devontae, his focus is, I want to win, but this is my shot. I want the money. Devontae, I think, wants probably a four, five-year deal, 100 million bucks, the majority of it guaranteed. That's what he's looking for. I'll guarantee in that realm. Whereas Rodgers got his money, now it's about legacy and about where he could go other than Green Bay and win right now. If he can't win in Green Bay, which he really, I think, and, and I'll be honest, I think he really, I, I think his first, second, and third choice is to remain in Green Bay. His fourth choice might be a team or two, and his fifth choice, which is not far behind, is to retire. Because he's already, as he said, accepted that fact. Which scares me a little bit. Because once you start to accept retirement and start to look over that fence and start to go, you know what? Wouldn't be bad not to have to sit there in the offseason and do all the workouts. Wouldn't be bad come July and August. I can jump in more waterfalls. I can go play my guitar. I can, I can, I can go, go do acoustics and bars. I can go out to Denver. Hang with Shailene. I can go watch a baseball postseason. Wherever that's going to be, I can be a part of that. I can go sit down more at the Bradley Center or at the uh, the Pfizer Forum, watch more Bucks games. You know, he can do all that. So once you start to think about that, that that starts to seep a little more heavily into your conscience. So I think it's more that Devontae would not be here because of the money than it would be Rodgers. And if Devontae's not here, Devontae's going for the money. 
He wants to win, but right now it's about the money. Rodgers is about winning. And as Rodgers stated, and again, I think this is so, so, so prevalent and needs all of us to play this over and over again and remind Rodgers what he said. He said in that opening press conference at the beginning of the season, when he he listed, it was his festivus when he went through the airing of the grievances. And all of that was stated. He said himself, money is not the object. It's not about the money. He talked about the people. He talked about winning. He talked about the organization. He talked about management caring for the people and the players. It's, quote, not about the money. And I think he needs to be reminded of that. So if that's the way he feels, and he's coming back. Kick the can down the road, whatever. Do that. You're good to go. It's not about the money. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, by all means, do so. 877-867-1670. Um, what else do we have here for you? Uh, this is from Ben. Ben says, I completely agree with you. Devontae Adams wants to get paid, but can he get paid and win too? Um, yeah, well, he can. Yeah, it depends on where he goes and what they're willing to. It's all about the guaranteed money. You can pay him a million dollars a year, but ultimately he just wants to get all of his money. That's what he wants. So when you look at teams and cap space available going into next season, going into 2022, um, you know, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Jaguars, the Bengals, uh, and the Bengals never dip kind of below 40, 40 million, so they're always right there because they always want to make money. Uh, but you look at teams, the two teams that 71 million over the cap is the Saints. 46 million, now depending on who you read, 46 million over the cap is the Packers. 21 million is the cap, over the cap is the Cowboys. The Vikings are $12 million over. The Giants are five. The Falcons are three. The Buffalo Bills are one. The Titans are barely over. And then it starts to go from there as to who actually has money. The league average right now, the league average is teams that have 18.6 million in cap space. That's the league average. So you look at where, let's say, Denver. Denver's 45 million under the cap. 45 million. The sixth most cap space available. 45 million under the cap. So think about that as to where it sits. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. So uh, Gary says, so either he comes back or he's a huge hypocrite. If if it's just about the money, yes. Yeah, it's if it's only if it's just about the money, Gary. Yeah, because again, he's he's not a stupid man. He has to understand the situation that the Green Bay Packers are in right now. 
He has to know that. And if you think, I want all these guys back, I want Devontae back, I'm not taking a pay cut, I'm not going to take a restructure, I'm not doing this, then yeah, it's 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 he's a he's a hypocrite. Um Robin says, I wonder how much Rogers is laughing at all the material on social media about his future. Do you think he enjoys being center stage? Oh my god, yes. Oh my oh my lordy lord. Yes. I think Rogers loves it. I really do. For as much as he says uh, don't listen to this, don't listen to that, it's white noise. He sure as hell knows what everybody's saying about him, doesn't he? Right? How he says it's white noise? Psh, boy, for being white noise, he sure, certainly knows who does what. You better believe it. You better believe it. Uh, our buddy Steve says, while the Broncos are purging the Packers, Nathaniel Hackett, who is also uh, pursuing Adam Stenovich, I think the Packers are going to look very col- uh, close to Luke Getze as the offensive coordinator. That may help Aaron Rodgers. However, I think this puts the Packers in the driver's seat to get a King's ransom for the services of Aaron Charles Rodgers. He could bring a nice package of draft choices and season veteran or two. I agree with you, Bill, that uh, I would take Justin Herbert in a New York minute. It will be interesting to see how all of this pans out, but I see the Packers are in, in a good, if not great, position no matter what happens. That's Steve in Ridgefield. Um, I think you're in a good position when it comes to what you can get, sure. I, but whether or not that equates to success. Whether or not that equates to success. Uh, Jeff writes, hey, do you have a huddle coming up on Thursday, February 3rd? Jeff, we do. We are going to be at the New Berlin Entertainment Center, the old New Berlin Ale House, right on Cleveland, in New Berlin, Cleveland and Moreland, right near there. Going to be there next week. It's our final huddle of the season coming up next uh, next Thursday. Tonight, we're going to be at the Root River Center, Root River Center down in Franklin on Rawson Avenue. Hopefully, you can stop by. It's all brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And speaking of Bud Light, if you're going to go anywhere to get it, go to Quick Trip. Stop in. You get some of those take-home meals. I'm telling you, man, the fried chicken is some of the best I've ever had. It seriously is. Fried chicken's fantastic. Freaking awesome. And then you got all the specials, the spicy chicken sandwich and the cheeseburgers and the double cheeseburgers and the uh, the mushroom and Swiss burgers, the pothole pizzas, and all the different things that they do so incredibly well. It's all at Quick Trip. And don't forget, you want to do that special Sunday morning thing? Now they got these big boxes they're making in their bakery of the assorted donuts. And it's like 11 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever it happens to be. They're fantastic. Those Reese peanut butter, Reese pieces, uh, the chocolate uh, peanut butter things, the the crush, they look like M&Ms. They crush them and put them on those, those um, like, creamy icing-filled long johns. Oh, my God. I had one of those this past weekend. I shouldn't have. I know it. But holy moly. Oh, boy. that That was unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. So check out our friends over at Quick Trip, especially if you're going to be out and about picking yourself up a little bit of Bud Light. Uh, We're going to step away, come back, a few more segments yet to go in the Bill Michaels Show. Don't forget, Root River Center coming up tonight. More coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Kid. Max says, did you see that Jimmy Buffett announced life on the flip side? And his tour is going to be taken off in 2022. Uh, I did not. Uh, Max, thanks you, thank you very much. Uh, I, is he coming to uh, Alpine Valley? I, he goes to Cincinnati every year. I know that. He's going to be down at Riverbend. But is he coming to Alpine Valley this year? Let me know that. Ben, if he comes to Alpine Valley, I'll take you with me. All right. You need to experience that. Life is a parrot head and all the debauchery that goes with it. <laughs> That's what you need to experience. Right. Ebo, too. Ebo, I don't know if Ebo's ever been. I don't know if Ebo's ever been. We'll get a bunch of tickets and we'll just, as a whole staff, we'll go down. He tries to act like he's cultured. Yeah, did you see him the other day, the video that he posted of him in the corner pulling the uh, weight uh, the weight, uh, the weight bar? No. Where, on Facebook? Okay. I'm, I, I'm yeah. never on Facebook. I have a well, Facebook. I don't know. It, well, it was Facebook and Instagram. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I deleted the, the Instagram app. So, I yeah, I try to stay away from that stuff. I have no life. Yeah. I just refresh Twitter. So we'll 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 see, see if because uh, you got you got to check it out. He's like he's, he's lifting these weights and he's he's bulking up and he's flexing and uh, the first thing he needs to do is go get a tan. He's he's got to get some color to him because uh, I can only imagine that when he takes his shirt off, it's like you can't see him. The man's opaque. So uh, Sam says no Alpine Valley this year. There there aren't any shows at Alpine Valley this year. Where's my buddy Tom? He listens every day. Tom would know. Tom lives down in that area, works uh, security down there. If Tom, Tom, if you're listening, text me. No shows at Alpine Valley? That's a sad day right there. Is Alpine Valley gone for good? I don't know. Or my buddy Steve. Steve, uh, he works as, uh, as one of the managers of those crews that tear the stages down and put them back up again. Steve, let me know. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Sam says no for Jimmy. No Alpine Valley for Jimmy. I thought they were trying to negotiate a deal to bring him back, though. That's what I had heard. Uh, Rick says, it's just a thought. If uh, Denver hires, uh, or Denver or Green Bay hires James Campen, that can make either team more attractive to Aaron Rodgers. Campen and Rodgers are really tight as well. Well, if Stenovich goes to Denver, Campen, that offensive line job could go to Campen or Campen could be brought in. But but Campen's, where is Campen now? I don't think he's coaching, right? I think he kind of, after so many years in the Packers organization, I think he kind of went by the wayside. I think when they made the changes that that was pretty much it. Um, Slipknot and Rage Against the Machine are the only shows at Alpine Valley this year. Slipknot's not bad. Brett says he thinks he went to Houston down to the Texans. Yeah, I I didn't know if he was if he retired or if he was with another team. But if he's with the Texans, then I'm sure he's itching to get out of there. Yeah, I'm sure he's itching to get out of there. I couldn't remember where he went. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Um, the uh, general manager George Patton. Of the Denver Broncos, has hired the Green Bay offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett to be their head coach. Uh, I heard that they are in town. No, 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 no. Somebody said that they're in town in Green Bay. No. I would find that shocking. 
You're in Denver right now. Now, the only reason he would be in town is if Nathaniel Hackett is here. And and Patton and his staff came here to sign the deal. And then they're going to fly back tomorrow to make the announcement in Denver. But other than that, no, I I I don't I don't uh I don't see that happening. Usually when you're hiring somebody, they come to you. You don't go to them. And no, no, I, I know that because um, the reports were that, that Hackett was there and that the Denver Broncos were not going to let him leave because they didn't want him to fly to Jacksonville after that to uh, be interviewed again for that job. That was the reason they hired him then. So, no, that's that's erroneous. That's not, uh, that's not true. Uh, terrible Tim says, these are dark days for the Green Bay Packers. We don't even have baseball to fall back on right now. At least we have some Badger basketball and Bucks basketball. But what's going to happen in the next couple of months? It's going to be a whirlwind. Baseball is going to come back, but it's going to be an abbreviated season. Aaron Rodgers is going to make his decision and let the chips fall where they may. Are you ready for the run? That's terrible, Tim. Terrible, Tim, I am. This is what we do. This is what we do. The the, the downtime in sports talk radio, there's two sets of downtime, and one is larger than the other. The week after the Super Bowl, because it takes people a little bit uh, of, of 48, 72 hours to go through the decompression stage to say, okay, uh, football's now over. So what do I have to fill my time? Because people start looking towards other things. Well, then you get into basketball, college basketball. You're getting cl- you're closing in on March, so March Madness is right around the corner. you know. And you know what comes with March Madness? Girl Scout cookies. How are we looking? So Girl Scout cookies are around the corner. But by that point in time, you got pitchers and catchers reporting. So you don't have that. So you have, and until you get full squad workouts and then actual games, when you hear games on the radio again, then you kind of you, you kind of get to that, okay? So you got that week after the Super Bowl. There's a little downtime there. And then the second week of July, because there's the All-Star break, so no baseball, just the All-Star game. There is no basketball. It's done. No hockey. It's done. No football because they haven't started back up yet. That's that moratorium when they all walk away at the end of end of June and don't come back until the end of July. It's like everybody go do your trip, go get yourself together, get yourself ready to go, and we'll see you at the end of July when training camp opens. So right, that's the worst time for sports talk radio is right there at the All-Star break, unless something dramatic happens. You have golf, you still have some golf, and you still have NASCAR an IndyCar, but as far as actual, you know, the buzz of those big three sports, no, you don't have that. That's the downtime. Other than that, hell, I'm ready for anything. I usually take vacation then, too. That's when I've always planned my vacation. Go down to the house in Indiana, hang out down there. But that's it. There you go. So in case you're wondering what's going on, that's, no, we're good. We're, we're, we're ready for it. Hell yeah. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do it. Um, 
Yeah, I, uh, my buddy Justin just said, remember the NFL Films presentation of James Campen, which was narrated by Aaron Rodgers? Yes. And, and Mike Clements talked about that, too. And I went back and watched it. It was, uh, it was everywhere. You could, you could find the links to it all over the place. Mike had put them out there. But, uh, but uh, you, uh, you can you know, find that if you just kind of Google James Campen and NFL Films Presents, and it's really, really good. Uh, Rick says, are you going to Elkhart Lake this year? Yes, we are. Going to be there. Going to be there for the. Uh, Going to be there for the uh, um, IndyCar, and going to be there. Yes, going to be there for NASCAR. As a matter of fact, we've got. We're working on another uh, another get together, a prize this year. For that NASCAR event, so uh, that's kind of a stay tuned. Stay tuned, but we're gonna we're gonna get to that. You bet. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Calls wide open. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bless the Martyr hit me up over on Twitter, and this is probably the best sentence of the day. The Nathaniel Hackett hire has broken everybody's panic meter. That's true. That's true. It's funny because there was a whole group of people when we were talking about it yesterday that said, ah, Rogers, hell with them. Don't need them. Don't want them. Can't use them. Can't win with them. Sounds a little bit like Singletary there, doesn't it? So there was a whole group of people that sounded that way. And then when it became evident that Nathaniel Hackett is now the new head coach of, uh, of Denver, everybody went crazy. Wait a minute. He's our guy. He can't do that. So suddenly people went crazy in the opposite direction. Can't do it. Can't do it. So we'll see. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. By the way, speaking of, we'll see. There is a tremendous. You want to see it? Something fantastic. It's our friends at Epoxy Flooring done right. If you are looking for a new floor for your basement, for your garage, whatever it happens to be, call Sean and the gang at Epoxy Flooring done right. From Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between, everywhere in between. Go to epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Or call Sean if you're looking for, and they can do it in, in weather as cold as 20 below. So now's the time to do it, especially with all the gunk and everything in your garage. Yeah, they can do that right now. Take that top layer off, put a new layer down, get it all epoxied, or polyurea coating, which is even sturdier. Do all of that stuff. Yeah, boy. Warranty it. That's the big thing is warranty it from somebody right here in the state of Wisconsin. Call Sean, 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852, and, uh, and, and tell Sean we sent you. Good, good stuff. Um, Rick says, uh, says Andrew Brandt was on the Rich Eisen Show and said that the cap in 2023 and 2024 will go up so much that the Packers could retain more players than the fans would think if they wanted to. I've been saying that. I've been saying what they can do, Rick, and Rick, you're right, and Andrew's right, is what they can do 
is it's all about the guaranteed money. So instead of front-loading contracts, you would back-load them. You would say, Aaron, we want you to come back. We want to redo this thing. We want to make it a four-year deal. Okay. First year, you're going to make a million dollars. Base salary is a million bucks. Signing bonus, $10 million or whatever it is, you know, whatever they need to do. And then make the salary l- larger later. You could do that. Same thing with Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, four years, $100 bucks, 90 guaranteed, something like that. Uh, and then you can say, or five years, whatever you want to do for Devontae. That way he's getting close to what he wants, which is about $25 million. But your first two years, you could, you could front load it or back load it, where it's just roster bonuses and some guaranteed money. Other than that, you don't have to worry about the actual salary. You can, you can do that. Now, you're going to have to pay eventually down the road. But when the salary cap goes up, then you have that room and flexibility to go out and fortify guys. So you're right. You're 100% correct. If they decide to go in that direction, they there is flexibility there. Yes. You are 100% correct. Uh, James, he says, I don't understand all the panic. Why is everybody assuming that Rodgers would pick Hackett over LaFleur? I, it's, it's, James, you're, you're, that's right. It's not about picking Hackett over LaFleur. That's not what this is about. It's not about that. It's about um, the affordability of what you want to do if you're the Green Bay Packers. The affordability. That's all it is. Nothing more. So if if you can afford him and you want to bring him back for a certain amount of money, that's it. If you don't, if you don't want to bring him back, or the money is just that he's not willing to bend on or whatever, and the hypocrisy sets in, and you feel like, man, you know what, now's the time to move him, that's when you start to look towards Denver. Otherwise, you don't have to worry about it. But you're right. No, He's not choosing Matt or Nathaniel Hackett over Matt LaFleur. He really likes Matt LaFleur. It's it's not about the, the personal relationship between him and Matt LaFleur, or him and Nathaniel Hackett, or him and Luke Getze. He, he and LaFleur get along. They have a really good working relationship. And all you have to do is remember that, that uh, I don't want to say the rant, I mean the, the positive speech that he gave about Matt LaFleur and why Matt LaFleur should win Coach of the Year. I mean, that says it all. I mean, he's really pining for his guy. So, no, there, there's, not a bad, there's not a bad relationship there. I, I remember, I go back to when he talked um, – about the relationship between those two, uh, he and Matt LaFleur, how they would watch games. You know, Aaron Rodgers is at his house. Matt LaFleur is either at the office or he's at home. And like a Monday night game or a Sunday night game would be on. And Rodgers would see a play and go, wow, that's pretty cool. And he would text. He said, I'd text Matt. Say, hey, did you see that? Let's do this, you know. So, you know, it, it, it uh, it, it uh, it's that kind of a working relationship where they can reach out to one another and say, hey, did you see that? Did you see this? Yes, yes, yes. So that that's the kind of relationship. He didn't have that with McCarthy. He didn't. Him and McCarthy weren't texting each other back and forth. They weren't 
they weren't walking in. Rogers would walk in, maybe share an idea. Mike would go, yeah, 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 whatever. And then it was always a battle as to what they were going to run and how they were going to run it and in what order they were going to run things and all that kind of stuff. But, no, he and Matt LaFleur have a really good working relationship and always have, I believe, from day one. I, I don't think it was a bad relationship. Not the way a lot of people made it out to be. And I think that was more national than it was local. I think a lot of local people, I give a lot of the the local uh, media credit for not jumping into that bandwagon of, uh, boy, Rodgers is a coach killer and Rodgers has bad relationships and this and that. I mean, we all saw in the off season that Rodgers had an issue, but it wasn't with Matt LaFleur. It was more so with the 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 front office staff, Mark Murphy and, and Brian Gutekinds and such. So no, he's always had a good relationship with Matt Lafleur. I don't, I don't worry about that at all. Uh, Rick says Rogers also says he won't sit out and uh, then return. So the Packers still do indeed hold all the cards if Aaron wants to play next season. Yeah, Aaron's under contract. It's not like Aaron can just become a free agent. That's out of the question. Not unless the Packers cut him, and you're not going to do that because of the money that's owed. You could save $20 million, don't get me wrong, if you decided to cut him loose. But if you can trade him and get something for him and only absorb part of that salary rather than all of it, you're all in then. And you would much rather trade him and still pay out the same amount of salary because you're going to have to pay regardless if you cut him loose. You'd much rather trade him and get something in return and still have to pay part of that salary and still have something in your back pocket to hold rather than just cutting him loose altogether. So, and even Aaron, Aaron knows that. Free agency is not an option. Um, Sam says he does have some bad relationships. Well, yeah, but we're not talking about that. My, we're talking about the relationship he has with Matt LaFleur and the organization. Not, I mean, family has nothing to do with this conversation. Uh, 877-867-1670. Call us. Phone lines are wide open. Got another segment yet to go in the uh, program. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wabam. W-A-B-A-M. I get asked this uh, more and more now that we're on in Milwaukee. I get more and more people that see me and say, hey, what is this? It is cleaning supplies. It's industrial. It's cars. It's motorcycles. It is ceramics. It is cleaners that can clean the bugs off of your grill, keep them off your grill, uh, tar off of your tar off of your bike, clean up your 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 workspace. And if you're a janitorial service, it's cheaper in-state cleaning supplies rather than ordering them from all over the country. Right here in your own backyard is Wabam. Go to getwabam.com and just see. See everything they have to offer. Get G-E-T, getwabam.com. I've got the glass cleaner. I've got the hand wipes, kind of like the Clorox sanitary wipes, but it comes in a bigger uh, a bigger tub. Uh, got those. I've got the whiplash, and I have the ceramic uh, car polish, which I used on the motorcycle last year, and I told you it was just like up in Tomahawk. I got bugs. I just kind of went and wiped them off, and instead of getting that big nasty smear, they just boop, flipped right off. No big. It was amazing. So go to getwabam.com, get, G-E-T, getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap things up. Coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, is the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. The 42-year-old Hackett asked about what he learned in his three years in Green Bay. This has been such a great opportunity for me. Um, Being able to come here with Coach LaFleur has been unbelievable. I mean, you go through a lot of time as a coordinator being thrown into it, creating systems, and then being able to come here and learn, you know, Matt's system and be able to combine those two systems has been something huge for me as a person. And then at the same time, watch a first-time head coach and be able to be in there with him, watch the things that he goes through and, you know, being able to have that relationship uh, with Matt um, has taught me so much about his position. And and even adding on it more is having such a young staff and be able to help all these guys when we first got together um, to learn how to teach, to learn how to explain the system and um, just kind of bring everybody together. Hackett takes over a Broncos team that went 7-10 and 10 and fired Vic Fangio after three seasons in Denver. The Broncos are in a competitive division with the Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders, who all finish with winning records. So that leaves Matt LaFleur in search of a new offensive coordinator. Would he consider hiring from within? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot of confidence in the guys that we have on our staff. You know, we got so many good guys, and uh, it's it's not going to be an easy decision. Let me just tell you that. That's Packers head coach Matt Lafleur. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, welcome back. Put it in the pocket. Glad to have you. How are we looking? So, uh, first of all, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at MKE Brewing. Downtown, if you're going to uh, check out a game down at the Fiserv Forum, or maybe you just want to watch something at MKE Brewing. They got Bottle House 42 right there. Good food. My buddy Tim runs that place. Tim's a great guy. Stop into Bottle House. Go over and get yourself some craft brews over at the MKE Brewery right there on 9th Street, downtown Milwaukee. When the patio opens in the summertime, that overlooks the Fiserv Forum. Can't wait for that. Also, say hi to our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley out in, uh, what is it? It's not Sussex. Sullivan? Sullivan. Out in Sullivan. Summit. Summit. I'm sorry. Summit. I always scroll that up. But nevertheless, it's right off of 94. <laughs> Say hi to Jeff and Alicia. They're great people. That's Stoley's Hog Alley. You don't have to be a biker to go there and a tremendous fish fry on Friday night. But they always put some music in there. Really cool place. Love that place. And again, I can't wait for summertime to head there and sit outside, sit in a giant uh, Stoley's chair, uh, sip a beverage or two. Maybe drive by on a motorcycle. Great place. Great time. Great place. Say hi to Jeff and Alicia and everybody out there at Stoley's Hog Alley. Um, so this has been going back and forth. I don't know if you've been a part of this or not, but um, Mina Kynes was a guest on um, ESPN's first take. And when asked about the 49ers, she said that Jimmy Garoppolo, not the reason they're winning. And she went through a whole bunch of metrics and numbers and you know, she said since joining the 49ers, he's got a couple of touchdowns, five picks in the postseason. He keeps trying to throw picks, and the Ford, and the Packers didn't necessarily take advantage of all of them. And she said the dude is just simply not helping them win. For whatever reason, Jeff Garcia, the former Niners quarterback, went on a rant, said, who the hell is Mina Kimes, and when is the last time that she ever threw a touchdown pass in the game? Never. Ever has she taken a snap or can truly understand the ability and mindset and the physical mental toughness it takes to play the quarterback position or any any other position in the NFL? The fact that there are people out there given a platform to talk about something that they have never done is hilarious. 
And that's how you have to look at her. She's a joke. So let's just laugh at her and support Jimmy, root on the Niners, to go out and beat the living blank, can't say that, out of one more team, that's what it takes. She will never know that feeling. Can I get an amen? Peace out. From Jeff Garcia. Complete So joke. now, yes. So now you're getting all of the ooh, ooh, uh, all the guys that support the the analysts, so to speak, or the guys that want to be sensitive to the female side. And, but it has become this war of Twitter as to who is and who isn't worthy of being an analyst. Who Look, anybody can talk about sports. I think there's some really quality women that talk football. I, I just do. Uh, I don't pay attention to Mina Kimes. I, I, not that she rings a bell. I mean, I know who she is. But, but uh, the, Susie Colbert, I think, is fantastic. Aaron Andrews is fantastic. Stacy Dales is fantastic. I love all them. Uh, they're 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 and probably I'd probably go Susie Colber, Stacy Dales, in that order. I think Stacy knows her stuff. She's fantastic. Uh, and then Aaron Andrews and on down from there. Uh, but there's I mean they've got really good female analysts. What will drive you nuts is when you go to an a quote expert. An insider is different. An insider is somebody who has the ear, who has the ear to the ground, who has the voice of a coach, who has the voice of some players. You get the, That's the insider, gets the information, no problem. The experts should be all the former players because they're the ones that have actually played the game. But you, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's able to break down stats. Hell, that's one of the reasons that football survives is because of statistical information and fantasy. So I have no problem with any of that. And what she said is dead on. What she said is dead on the money. And I've said that before. I don't think they're winning because of Garoppolo. He made some plays. But overall, he had a craptastic performance. She's dead. She's she's right. She's dead nuts right. Garcia, I don't... I've had him on the show at, at Super Bowl numerous times. He, uh... He's a he, he can be a good analyst. And see, where players are misused is when players are asked to go into that realm of statistics and because they don't look at it that way. They look at it as how did this guy play under this particular set of circumstances with this particular player or rush or line or group in his face? That's what they're looking at. When we look at it, we're like, he went 22 for 30 uh, only eight incomplete passes. Three of them were drops, blah, blah, blah. You know, how he looked scrambling to the left, to the right, who was open, who wasn't open. How, you know, that's the way we look at it. The players look at it differently, which is the reason as an, a, a, doing this for a living, you have to ask a player or coach to take you into the thought process. That's what they do. That's what they're good at. They've been there. We haven't. They've been there. We haven't. So um, it, it, it's – that's why you ask former players the opinion of how it is to play quarterback or how it is to play receiver or line or whatever. Take us in a locker room. What is the thought process? What would be your mindset? Give us that. That's the insight we're, lo we're, we're, we're looking for. When it comes to analysts, sideline reporters and all that stuff, eh, you know, everybody's – there's good ones and there's bad ones. 
You know, like I said, I really enjoy uh, a lot of the work that Susie Colbert does. Always, always have. She's been fantastic. Um, and then you uh, talk about Stacey Dales over in the NFL Network, and on down from there. I mean, it just, it's just so, so good. Listen, this is our year. Every other year, we we came close, but this year is our year. Diversity, baby, is our baby. There you go. Yeah. That is what Jeff Garcia is remembered for, where I'm from. Yeah, this is this is our year. Thank you very much. Hey, coming up tomorrow, so uh, Dan Horde, the uh, voice of the Cincinnati Bengals. We should probably get somebody from the uh, NFC side too, Ben, if we can. See if we can't get somebody from the uh, 49ers or somebody from the, uh, from the Rams to talk about that contest. So that's coming up. So Dan Horde, the voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, is going to give us a lowdown on the Cincinnati side of things going into Kansas City. Also tomorrow... Brian Billick, the Super Bowl winning head coach of the Baltimore Ravens from years gone by, worked with the NFL Network, also with uh, X-Tech Pads. He is going to join us. We'll talk with him. He's going to be here tomorrow as well, among others. And Mike Clements is going to be here tomorrow. And Mike and I will not only talk about the rounding out of the, uh, the season for the Green Bay Packers and the coaching's carousel, but we'll also start to talk a little bit about what's upcoming in our trip to uh, Super Bowl when we head out to L.A. a week from Saturday. So all of that is coming up on the program. So there you go. There you go. A lot of good stuff. Lot. We're not done. Front, we save sometimes the best for last. We're not just cruising across the finish line of the week here. Some of the some good stuff. Hey, coming up tonight, we're going to be at the Root River Center on Rosson Avenue in Franklin. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle coming up 6 to 8 tonight. Hopefully you're a part of it. Cannot wait. Come on out and join us. Listen to the show. Drink a few Bud Lights. Bowl a few frames. Good to go. Nice. Until then, time for us to go. Have a going. See you. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.